When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. And the kick is through. And the New York Giants put together one of their biggest comebacks in 99 years of Giants football. From down 21 to win 31 to 28. Well, that's what I was hoping for the Bengals, but that, <laughs> yeah. no. Didn't play out that No way. such luck, but. Damn. I know, I felt really confident going into, like, that last seven minutes. We were down by 10. I'm like, Psh. We got I, I even looked at oh, Scott yeah. and go, we're going to win. Yeah. Right. And then the time just ran out. <laughs> yeah, that was a bummer. After getting shut out last week by the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants came back to win against the Cardinals yesterday in Arizona. Cardinals were up 21-7 to in the third quarter. And uh, that was the tying field goal and end of game call there. Mm. Now, back in 1949, they did tie a comeback against the Chicago Cardinals. Wow, the Chicago Cardinals. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. 1949. Yeah. That's how long it had been since they had a comeback like that. Wow. Those but, are fun games to watch, as long as you're the one that wins. Oh, they really are. When you're the one that blows the lead. That's, oh, you remember uh, that crazy Super Bowl? What was that, 2016 or when it was? was when Tom, Tom Brady? Brady? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was nuts. Greatest of all time. Yep, for sure. All right, well, this was kind of surprising news. Here's a couple you didn't think was going to be divorcing. Hugh Jackman and his wife, Deborah Lee Furness, are divorcing after 27 years of marriage. They released a joint statement. Our journey now is shifting and we have decided to separate to pursue our individual growth. This is so bizarre because they were together for a million years, it felt like. Our family has been and always will be our highest priority. We undertake this next chapter with gratitude, love, and kindness. Sounds like a conscious uncoupling. They added that this is the only statement either of them will make on their split. Now, they met on the set of an Australian legal drama called Corelli in the mid-90s. She was already an established actress, and he was on his way up. She is 13 years older than him. I was just going to say, isn't this like a Patrick Swayze situation where she's significantly older than he is? Yeah. Was Patrick Swayze's wife older than him? 
I believe so. Yeah, but this was the couple too that everybody always looked at her and was like, "Oh, what God, is he seeing? What is he doing with her?" Yeah, right. It was so judgy, and I remember him having to like defend her multiple times when people would ask him about it. Yeah, just like people do with Pierce Brosnan and his wife, yeah, who's gained a lot of weight since they first got together, and he ha- always has the most brilliant, sweet, yes, loving, same with Hugh response, but responses to that kind of questioning and criticism. So. He's 54. She's 67. They've got two kids, 23 and 18. He was, yeah, frequently dogged by gay rumors back in the day, too. And because of their age difference, people often suggested that she was his beard. Mm. But that talk eventually did die down. But I can remember that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, because he was in so many musicals. All those musicals <laughs> must be a giant Mary. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was, what was the thing that he did that he was um, on Broadway for, too? He did, it was this, The Illusionist, is that who he was in the movie? Or what was the movie that he did that was all about? Showman. Yeah. The great, yeah, The Showman. The Showman. Great, awesome showman yes. or whatever. That was it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Ashton Kutcher has officially resigned as board chair of Thorn, an anti-human trafficking organization that he co-founded. In a letter to the board, Ashton said, I have determined the responsible thing for me to do is resign as chairman of the board effective immediately. Uh, this in light of him and his wife, Mila Kunis, supporting convicted rapist Danny Masterson. Uh, he said, I cannot allow my error in judgment to distract from our efforts and the children we serve. He added, victims of sexual abuse have been historically silenced and the character statement I submitted is yet another painful instance of questioning victims who are brave enough to share their experiences. This is precisely what we have all worked to reverse over the last decade. Uh, and Mila has reportedly also resigned as a board member. Hmm. Did you guys see Sound of Freedom? You guys mm-hmm. watched that yet? I have not. Mm-hmm. I keep needing to do that. Is that the one about... Trafficking. Child trafficking. I heard it's $150 billion. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Is this a documentary or is this a a drama? It's based on a true story. Based on a true story. I believe it's not a documentary, but it is a true story. Mm. Yeah. And I guess Amazon Prime and Netflix are not going to show it. I've chosen not to carry it. Mm, I wonder why. I know. It's weird. So Drake released a new single on Friday. It's a collaboration with SZA called Slime You Out. And he's already got beef over it. Not because of anything that's in the song, though. I guess Drake chose to promote the track with an old picture of Halle Berry being slimed at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. And she did not give him permission to do that. In fact, he asked her if he could use the pic, and she said no. So she posted a message of her own saying, sometimes you have to be the bigger guy, even if you're a woman. She said, that's not cool. I thought better of him. When people you admire disappoint you, you have to be the bigger person and move on. Someone noted that the picture is owned by Getty Images and all Drake needed was their permission. Uh, He said, why ask me if you intend to do what you want to do? This is what Hallie said. That was the F you to me. Oh, cool. So speaking of Drake, he made the call to delay his new album for all the dogs. Supposed to come out Friday, but it's not ready. And in order to deliver it on that date, he'd have to cancel shows to finish it. So instead, he's dropping it a week later. October 6th Hmm. is when that'll come out. 
But yeah. I mean, yeah, why do you even ask her if he intended to use it anyway? I don't know. <laughs> probably, he probably assumed she'd say, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and then or, she yeah, said, okay. no, thank you. And he was He's like, like eh, too late. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what well, happened. You're probably I right. I didn't need your permission anyway. Uh, Oppenheimer surpassed Bohemian Rhapsody at the global box office to become the highest grossing biopic of all time. In fact, over the weekend, Oppenheimer made another $12 million, putting it at $912.7 million worldwide versus the $911 million made by Bohemian Rhapsody back in 2018. And it is worth mentioning that they both have something in common uh, Rami Malek, Ma- Malek, Rami Malek, Malek, I believe was he was Freddie Mercury in mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody. He was in the Twilight movies too, and a <laughs> nuclear physicist in Oppenheimer. Yeah. So he was in two movies that have grossed close to a billion dollars wow. worldwide. Wow, yeah. good for him. That's exciting. Isn't that yep. great. That is. Snoop Dogg suffers from equinophobia. What? Equine, equinopho- equinophobia. Horses? Yeah, fear of horses. He says, I don't know why. I'm just effing scared of them. So serious. You ain't never seen me in a scene with a horse. I've been in a scene with ostriches, <laughs> iguanas. Ain't never been in a scene with a horse. Like, get that mother effer away from me. Can't you just hear Snoop Dogg saying all that? Uh, oh, yeah. He also totally. joked that maybe he was the headless horseman in a past life. Oh, maybe. He did say he's open to facing his fear someday. Well, that's if he's introduced to a baby horse. Oh. <laughs> a pony? <laughs> a baby horse. <laughs> I remember when he and Kevin Hart were doing those Olympic... Remember when they were doing the Olympic, um, like, commentating? Yeah. And he talked a little bit about that because they were doing some commentary on the equestrian events. And he was talking about how he was afraid of horses then, too. So maybe hmm. this has been kind of a lifelong thing for him. Hmm. I don't know. I'm a little scared of horses. Getting just, on one yeah. anyway. I think I they're mean, big and beautiful, but uh-huh. I'm afraid I, they could potentially kick you or throw you off. Or bite no. you. I got you thrown really off. I've had both happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a couple of Appaloosas growing up. And one was very mild-tempered and gentle, and, and the other was... Sometimes. There's also a former barrel racer, so mm. could turn on a Had dime. a little get up and go in Also it. throw you. Yeah. Wow. But any little thing would spook him. You just had to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Going in. Yeah. But you, you don't, I noticed though, you don't bounce as easily as you did when you get older. <laughs> and we were riding, we went on a horseback riding uh, ex- excursion. From Hollywood, in the Hollywood Hills, is a place called Sunset Ranch. And you can ride horses through the Hollywood Hills and then kind of crest down into the San Fernando Valley in the Burbank. And then you, you pull up to this Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. which is literally like an old saloon. And you tie your horse up and you go inside, you have dinner. That's yeah. cool. And then you ride back. It's really neat. And it was such a great time. So much fun. The views are amazing. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're meandering through these crazy trails and 
everything about it was fantastic until the very end. Literally, the very end, we're, we're walking back onto the property. Mm-hmm. And something, I don't know if it was a squirrel or a rabbit or something, spooked my horse. And he went crazy and threw me like a sack of potatoes. Oh, not good. Did you get hurt? Oh, yeah. well, I didn't break anything, but and I didn't need any medical attention. But, yeah, I mean, I was hurting for days. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah, he does that every now and then. <laughs> uh, but anyway, 12-year-old boy named Austin in Florida saved the life of his behavioral therapist because of what he learned from watching Stranger Things. He and the therapist were in the deep end of his family pool competing to see who could hold their breath underwater the longest oh, when the therapist lost consciousness. So Austin pulled the man out of the deep end and onto the pool steps since no one else was around, he started administering CPR, and he woke up. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's amazing. He said, I think I passed out in about 30 seconds, and I don't know why. I'm just amazed at how strong Austin was and how wise he was in that moment. And, and I always want him to know that he is a hero. That's cool. But the scene that inspired Austin is from the end of season one. It's when Hopper and Joyce administer CPR to Will to revive him in the Upside Down. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's at the, I, I did see that episode. That's at the end. Yeah, and the whole thing was caught on security camera footage. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's pretty wild. Scary as Yeah, that. USA Today's got it. Mm. That's pretty cool. Pretty dramatic. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right, the best teen movies of all time. Any guesses? Breakfast Club. It's on the list. 16 Candles. It's on the list. Teen Wolf. The one no, with the 16. blueberry barfing scene. All right. The one with the blueberry barfing <laughs> oh, scene. Oh, Stand By Me. Stand By Me, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll give you the top. You want the top 10 or 20? 10. 10, you got it. Number 10, Breakfast Club. Number 9, Back to the Future. Footloose. The Outsiders. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Rock and Roll High School. Grease, Cooley High, American Graffiti, and Rebel Without a Cause. Mm. There you go. Bring It On is at number 16. Oh, I loved Bring It On. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that was a good show. What about Cruel Intentions? That oh, should have been on the list. No, that was one of Jeff's favorite movies. <laughs> that was fun. That's a good movie. Yeah. Pure yeah. trash. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anything else? No. We'll leave it there for now. More e-news coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a $25 gift card to McDonald's. Wow. Yeah. Have you tried the new McDonald's burgers? Hotter, juicier, tastier. Now made with meltier cheese, a softer bun, and onions added on the grill. Little minor tweaks there. Providing a major boost in flavor, Jen. Well, Sounds it's good to me. Cheeseburger Day. So it's this National Cheeseburger Day. That's right. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Excellent. Doing great. I got your headlines here. You pick the real one and you're going to McDonald's. It's been a while since I had me some McDonald's fries. McDonald's. I'd like to go get me some McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so which one's real? Is it A, band director arrested for assault with a tuba? Is it B, middle school band teacher caught smuggling drugs in wind instruments? Or C, a school's marching band director got tased for refusing to stop the music? I'm going to go with B. With C, it is C. All right. Yeah, I guess it's good to be passionate about your work. Just maybe not this passionate. The director of a high school marching band got arrested in Alabama Thursday night after refusing to make his band stop playing. (laughs) This is great. His name is Johnny Mims. He's the band director at a high school near Birmingham since 2018. His school's football team won a game 27 to zip on Thursday. Mm Mm-hmm. And according to reports, bands for both schools continued to play for a a very long time after the game was over. So police asked the directors for both bands to stop so that everyone could go home. The other school's band said fine, so they did. But Johnny told his kids not to stop. I don't really know why. He's a rebel. Not really sure what the point is. Police eventually decided to arrest him, and he resisted. They say he refused to put his hands behind his back, and then he shoved a cop. So at that point now, all bets are off. They had to tase him. Stop all that racket now. I order you to stop the band. Now, quit playing. That's enough of that now. Okay, away you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's facing charges for disorderly conduct, harassment, and resisting arrest. The school superintendent put out a statement, but said they're not commenting until they have finished gathering all of the facts. Oh, man. It's kind of crazy. I just, you know, this is one what of those What are you doing? Stars. I know. And what are the kids doing this whole time? Are they just, they just keep playing? They yeah. They just keep playing? Like, if the arms are waving, I, they keep I playing. Know. Dude, I, I work for this guy. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't imagine watching my teacher get tased, though. You know what I'm saying? Some of them I would have loved to have watched yeah. get tased. Same. Right. It's got to be horrible. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.